just get right into this? Let's do it. Hello. Say hello, Jason. That's my line. Hello and welcome. Hello. <laughs> welcome to uh, Blossom Buddies, the only podcast in existence uh, mm. that talks which also about, happens to be a Blossom. That talks about Blossom. It's the best podcast in existence. Uh, it's we're in the midst of the podcast wars, and we are victorious over every other podcaster known to man or to woman. Uh, and this yeah. is the weekly episodic uh, episode recap slash lifestyle slash video game podcast uh, covering episodes of Blossom week by week. And this is our season finale. We've done it. 26 fucking episodes later, we have gone to the end of season three of Blossom. That was a fucking season. That was, I'd call that a season and a half, except that it's not real. Well, I guess, yeah, I could call it a season and a half. It's like two seasons by today's standards because everything today is like 12 to th- 13 episodes max. That's almost three seasons of uh, It's Always Sunny in South Park because those are 10 episodes a season now. Yeah. So it was a slog and a couple of times we both were like, what are we doing do with we, our lives? Do we want to just call it? I think that the break in between seasons is going to increase the quality. This episode definitely ends like they're not even sure if the show's coming back. Yeah, so like I feel uh, I have some comparisons to make uh, specifically to other NBC sitcoms or to one other NBC sitcom, but let's not blow our load uh, right off the bat. <laughs> okay. So to speak. I've already blown my load 69 times today. <laughs> 69. <laughs> 420. The sex number. Oh, my, man. So I, I clicked on Blossom on IMDb because I was getting ready to, to talk about, you know, writers and directors and stuff. By the way, directed by Bill Bixby. They brought in the, the, the regular old big guns for the season. The Bix man. But then I noticed there's the parents guide. You know how IMDb has the parents guide that's like, oh, like this movie has three tits and four dicks. And they say the F word one time. Three tits. So it's total recall. So, yep. Uh, I think I'm going to need three hands, but you do, which is fine with two. Oh, uh, anyway, the parents guide for blossom. There's no profanity, but the one parental guide is in the episode rockumentary, which we've already covered blossom brief, briefly speaks blasphemy in one scene. Uh Oh, it was the nineties. Uh, religion was still a thing. Religion was still a thing before the podcast wars. Yeah. Um, blossom was doing, she was doing the Madonna documentary thing so that's probably talking about god being dead or something but also what i mean by that is like in the 90s you just grew up pretty much being like i believe in god pretty much like a lot of not a lot of people like nowadays everybody's like you know they can they're they're outwardly agnostic or or uh, atheist yeah. in the 90s you didn't really encounter very many atheists not really if you did it was on a sitcom when they were like the wacky neighbor that like no one took seriously exactly like like feminists in sitcoms in the 90s i was reading a thing and so i was reading this list it was was some garbage website i've never heard of but it was like here's 29 uh old tv shows that that don't hold up anymore uh and blossom was on that list and i forget why i probably should have taken note of that probably because of the homosexual jokes oh you know what no it wasn't that it was yeah, it wasn't even that. It wasn't the homophobia. It was that Blossom had a real opportunity to dive into some deep issues and they just made jokes instead, which really tied into last week's episode or two weeks ago, the eating disorder one. Mm-hmm. And all they did was crack jokes about eating disorders. And they were like, 
they just wrote the character with the eating disorder to be like, yeah, I'm cool talking about my eating disorder. Like, I think that episode gave license to too many people to just outwardly talk to people with eating disorders thinking they'd be cool with it. So speaking of writers and directors, uh, and this might tie into how poorly written this episode was, (laughs) uh, it looks like David Rio uh, may be Don Rio's brother. David Rio is the writer credit on this episode. Interesting. Uh, And according to this, he is a guitarist, songwriter, music producer with a large catalog of songs uh, recorded and released. Uh, And it looks like he was an apprentice writer for like Happy Days. Okay. And he wrote one episode of Blossom. But I would say that he it's a situation where he was a musician and he probably got um he, well, he probably got nepotismed into yeah, oh, being yeah. able to write this episode. So now, with that of IMDB, <clears throat> I'm gonna stop you there because are you ready to find out how many seasons or how many episodes are in season four? Uh please, dear God, let it be six. It is twenty-eight. Oh yeah, I think we talked about this already. Fuck. Are there twenty-eight episodes of any season that's not a soap opera or a news show? We might have to. Here's a question: Do news shows have seasons? Do news shows? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like three hundred and sixty-five episodes per season. Yeah. Minus the weekends. I, th- I think. I think by year. Uh, I know that with like some sports programs, like. WWE has a season finale every year. Uh, usually, is that right after. It, well, it is spiritually, but that right after WrestleMania, they're always like, "This is the season finale of uh, WWE. Next week is the season premiere of Raw." And I right. don't. Uh, sometimes it happens all over the place too. It's kind of just so they can get a ratings bump. Yeah, I mean that, that makes like, sense. It does not make any sense for new shows. Like, no. there's no sweeps week. I guess, I don't know. If does new sweeps shows week are, even are, exist anymore? No, but I mean, well, maybe it does. I don't know. But let's say it's the 90s and sweeps still exists. Like, would news shows actually, like, hold on to the good stuff for sweeps? Like, news oh. is news until it's not news anymore. And then you're Almost not absolutely. But that's when you'd start seeing a lot more, uh, like, feel-good pieces all the time, I, w- I would imagine. And, like... Oh, that's uh, broken water ski. Exactly. Yeah, this dog can uh, eat a whole cake. Have you seen uh, that that news article going around about the Edmonton team with the remarkable and unique talent who is on Ripley's Believe It or Not? All she does is jump like a horse. She gallops around on her hands and feet. I've seen like, that. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, there's lots of people that do it, and this. I mean, good for her. She's. They're all like, oh, she hasn't let the naysayers get her down. Like, I'm not going to go to her and be like, stop doing that. Like, if it makes her happy, whatever. But, like, dude, people should not be rewarding her for that. Do you ever have uh, dreams where you're running like an animal? Mm, I don't think so. I do frequently. Oh, okay. I have dreams all the time where, like, I'm running and then I get down on, like, almost like a run, like, an, like the way an ape runs. Yeah. And, and I go faster. And then I can do, like the, like, the way the Hulk jumps. Like, the Hulk will jump. Oh like yeah, a, like an ape. I have dreams like that all the time. It's fucking weird. I don't know if it's some sort of I'm tapped into my primitive brain or it me- maybe it means something. I'm not sure, but I definitely maybe it means all you need is a little bit of gamma radiation. <laughs> just a just a tad. <laughs> it's funny. Before recording this, I watched the episode of The Simpsons, the Radioactive Man movie one. 
<laughs> Fall Out Boy gets the X-ray and he's like, I feel like those X-rays gave me superpowers. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. no, they probably gave you cancer. It also reminds me of uh, the Family Guy episode where Adam West is like, I'm just going to roll around in this uh, toxic waste and then he just gets cancer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Adam West. Yeah, man. He was fucking great. West in peace. Mm, mm, I'd mm. say. I'd say. Snap. I just we snap. still, If we still kept up with the Instagram, that would be uh, from this week for sure. If you yeah. want to sub- subscribe to us, uh, or comment below or send us a message you can take over the Instagram do you yeah. want to take over the Instagram this is a season finale we didn't get our tits out last week so we didn't get 50 listeners but if but, anyone wants to take over our Instagram all you have to do is ask I'm looking at you Jeff when you know other no other criteria than asking uh, a friend of the show Jeff who may, who's done a, some stuff for us uh, I know he listens but I don't know how caught up he is so if you get to this episode eventually and you want to take over the Instagram, I guarantee it will not have been taken over yet. So <laughs> that was a burp on a podcast, which I know people love to hear. I know. <laughs> I should probably edit that out later, but I'm not going to because yeah, this Zoom recording has no time meter. So I don't know when this happened. And also this is the COVID, COVID era a lot of sports are going through their COVID areas right now to keep sports going. I saw the Denver Broncos put up all the uh, all the uh, characters from South Park car- cardboard cutouts in the stands oh, uh, really? ye- yesterday or the day before. I thought that was ingenious. That uh, is genius. WWE uses a, a wall of LC, uh, LCD screens where you can sign up and go into like a Zoom meeting, basically, where they show you yeah, the NBA does um, that too. And the NBA does that. And I believe the NHL does a version of that as well. See, I've watched, I haven't watched many hockey games because I mean, the Leafs, when the Leafs make the playoffs, I start watching and then they inevitably lose in the first season or the first uh, round of the playoffs. So I stopped watching and the playoffs this year because of COVID the first round was like a qualifying round. So not a full, it was best out of five instead of best out of seven. So it was like three games. Uh, that I watched this year and I didn't see anything in the stands there was some weird like netting or something up maybe just no one maybe they hadn't started doing the virtual crowd thing but it was just an empty arena I don't think they had because I think that was the first sport to actually come back because they had to finish that season fair enough so baseball has cutouts no no what does baseball have I thought baseball was just empty maybe baseball's empty um AEW, another wrestling company, they uh, they've started allowing socially distanced pods. Uh, they have about seven hundred and fifty people come to their shows and sit at Daly's place in in uh, Orlando, or I think it's Orlando, but or maybe it's Tampa. But uh, it's like a regular arena seating arrangement. But then you you sign up with your pod of people who you're in a bubble you're in a bubble with. I don't know how they regulate that. But now you can actually get like a thousand people can make a fuck ton of noise. So actually you can get chants and you can get like a good pop when a wrestler comes out now. And I think that that is uh, a good way to go, but it's Florida. So people aren't socially distancing. Yeah. That's There's a nightmare. Still, cases are still skyrocketing. I would never go to an, an outdoor event in this current climate. You know what I find funny in a morbid kind of way is that like here in Canada or in Ontario anyway, it seems like we're hitting second wave. I think our numbers for Ontario were like 700 today, which we haven't seen since like 
months, months and months. Yeah, it was an all-time uh, high today. But what I think is funny, and I'd have to look at the numbers to verify this, is that like the states and especially Florida, like specifically, still in the first wave, they're just riding that fucking rocket to the moon. If you look at that graph, it's just crazy. Except that, I mean, I haven't looked at the numbers since Trump was like, no, all the hospitals got to report their numbers to me instead of the CDC. I so feel it like probably went down. I feel like he also just said that and then it just started happening or it didn't. Maybe they're sending him numbers. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like right after he said Jason that, just did air quotes, by the way, yeah. for, the, for the listeners. They're sending <laughs> him, quote, numbers. Yeah. Numbers to make it seem fine, but it's really not. Uh, I've seen real numbers and they make it uh, they make it out to be like the country could have a 100% uh, COVID-19 rate by 2024. I've made all that up. That's just me making numbers up. Of course, don't come to blossom buddies for your political news. But uh, I would say that if things don't cool it down there, the United States will never not have COVID. No. Yeah. I've read uh, some, some analytic, uh, I'll call them blogs, but like reports, I'll I'll call them reports. I've read some analytic reports about how, yeah, if they don't turn their shit around, uh, they're fucked. Like the thing is like, even if like, if Trump loses the election, he's still in office till January. So that's still four more months before anyone comes around that is like, we need a fucking plan. I don't, that's I for- if Trump loses. I forget if I said it on this podcast or if I've just said it in general. Um, basically if no matter what that time in between inauguration of a new president, he's going to play. It's called escrow. It's called escrow? Okay. No, that's for houses. I was making a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a presidential escrow. He's going to play what I like to call uh, the Street Fighter II uh, car round, car bonus round with it's the country. Just, he's, yeah. He's going to destroy... how quickly he can beat up the, exactly. the Mercedes-Benz of America. He's going to try to destroy probably everything left that he hasn't already wrecked. And if he's elected back in, he's still going to do that. It's just going to be when he continues to be president. It's just going to be a full lockdown. He's I'm, probably going to he's probably going to lock down the United States like at the end of. Uh, did, do you remember the movie The One? Nope. There's an alternate universe that Jet Li goes to. Oh, that for, the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where Al Gore wins, and he turns the whole country into a police state, not unlike the way it is currently. You ever uh, see Demolition Man? Well, I, that, that's another that's another sort of dystopian version of that, right? Yeah. Or, or but, George... Well, dystopian, you say dystopian, I say every restaurant's a Taco Bell. Uh, or Pizza oh. Hut, depending on which version you watch. Oh, that's true. I've only seen the Taco Bell one. They're both owned by Pepsi. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's interesting and also horrific. I'm glad that while Canada has its uh, vast problems with Indigenous peoples and the treatment of them, uh, we don't have the same constant... We don't have a civil war happening right no, now. No, that's essentially what's going on. No. Because, like, prim- all those protests and, like, that shit's still happening because guess what? Like, police didn't stop killing black people for no reason. Exactly. It actually seems to have happened more because they're covering every single one of them now. Yeah. Uh, also, I saw a statistic today that was, like, in 2016 or 2018, the New York uh, Police Department... Uh, spent a quarter of a billion dollars on just uh, settling out of court or settlements. Yeah. So that's before you even factor in any of the like other nonsense that they put in. So that just right there shows how much money is put into sweeping things under the carpet. So 
it's almost like we're in a, a revolution of information where every time a person of color is shot and killed by a police officer, it makes the uh, it makes the uh, bomb closer to an actual explosion. We've had a couple of like little mini explosions with Breonna Taylor and uh, and the first one, uh, George Floyd. Yeah. But well, even but, that, that, that let's not call that the first one. But we had Ferguson. Yeah, Ferguson is what I thought. I was like, here we go. Here's a fucking uh, uprising and revolution in America, and that didn't happen. That's oh, that's been, a good point. Okay, I mean during uh, this year specifically, I guess George enough. Floyd was George Floyd was the big one, and then yeah, he was the one who kicked off like the massive protests this year. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. this is a plus. This is a podcast about Blossom. Mm-hmm. And normally Today this... we watched uh, season three, episode 26 of uh, Blossom. It's the I just want to say, though, it, normally in this space, we talk about what video games we're playing, but we got real play. We covered that last week. I'm still playing uh, Mario 3D All-Stars. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm working on Outer Worlds, and I've been playing a fuck ton of Avengers. Nice. I, uh... Oh, man. On my the new 4K HDR TV, I, I put up uh, Far Cry 5 the other morning. Nice. I hadn't, hadn't done that yet. Oh, that HDR pops. Especially like with the the PS4 Pro as well. I think the regular PS4 has HDR though. Is your TV HDR? Yeah, my TV is HDR, but the regular PS4 makes the game. The newer games that I've played, uh, Outer Worlds looks pretty good, but Avengers doesn't like. It looks like it's made to be played on the on the Pro. It doesn't even have like a setting. It just looks oh, yeah. like a next gen game, but running at lower graphics. Yeah, that's. Uh... That's kind of the position I'm in right now. Like, I don't want to buy any new games because I'm like, I'm going to get a PS5 in uh, like 46 days and I'm just going to want to play the games there. It seems pointless to me to even like play any games with graphic fidelity in mind. Yeah, I, uh, I'm really excited to actually, there's a few games I have on my uh, physical copies of because we're not sure yet if the digital copies are going to carry over 100%, but I do know that we're going to be able to at least play our disc copies. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to playing, like, for instance, Nier Automata uh, yep. and the, like, Spider-Man uh, DLCs. I assume if I have the disc, then I'll be able to... I don't know how that's going to work either. I'm 99.99% sure the digital copies are going to be fine. Okay. Like, that would be a giant kick to the dick if Sony was like, yeah, you can play your disc, but you can't download anything. I don't but know, that man. PS Plus collection, which has all those PS4 games in it, that... that is a bunch of games we're gonna have. That's true. Yeah. That whole list. There's only two games I haven't bought in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like Battlefield Mortal- One and Persona Five. I will play Persona Five. For I'll sure. play Persona Five. I own most of them as well. Uh, but near near Automata, that one is a JRPG, and it it's by Square Enix. It's kind of like a weird, uh, weird steampunky, yeah, it's... dystopian future thing where it's like an action RPG mixed with almost like a bullet, like a bullet hell has bullet hell segments. Uh, and it looks fun. And it, I played a little bit of it and I had fun, but I'm looking forward to seeing it pop on the PS5. Do that. It is a good game. Uh, anyway, so this episode's titled Paris. Yep. <laughs> Maybe we can stick on Blossom uh, for Let's... an hour. Let's get through this episode, yeah, because I there's not a whole lot to talk about. So we open up, and Blossom is uh, she's telling Nick that she wants to move to Paris to live with her mom or stay with her mom, and it turns out that so first Nick is like, no, no way, I don't give a hooping funt, hooping funt, <laughs> what you want. They say hooping funt, 
Uh, Funt sounds like fuck, but yeah, what would hoop? What would hooping be? A flying? god? A flying fuck? A hooping Funt? Okay, cool. Fly- okay. I don't give a flying fuck what you want. But then it turns out she's just imagining that, and then she imagines a more what would actually happen, and he's still unhappy. You want to hear? Hold on, I gotta stop you here at Funt because I was like, is that a word? The, so I look up the word Funt and get this horse shit. We're going to have to correct this. The word funt was coined in 2008 by Richard Rubin. Uh, is that Rick Rubin, I guess? Who defines it variously as a person ostracized by lenders, an obscene term for an X-valued banking company, and a non-credit-worthy person for the unseeable future. But they said that that was 2008. Guess what? This episode of Blossom was 1993. That's true. The guy could have thought... It's actually, I think it was coined by Blossom because it's in her memory. Oh, true that. Or, or her fantasy. Uh, it also noted, if if uh, David Rio is in fact Don Rio's brother, he writes the exact same where he still puts too much fantasy and too many like rules of threes all through the episode. Yeah, there were definitely some rules of threes. Yeah, he definitely seemed like he was writing this episode out of a textbook. Um, yeah. And it, the story was kind of all over the place and kind of non-existent, but kind of existent. It's especially all over the place if you consider all of the different things we've seen over the last few episodes that are almost uh, either non-canon or like the episodes aired all fucked, like all out of, yeah. out of order. I'll, I'll kill everyone's uh, mystery. I'll kill the mystery right now. Vinny and Blossom, not together right now. Not together right now, even though they were together two episodes ago and then last episode, I don't think he was even in the episode. Yeah. So we'll get to that. There's, a, there's, there's stuff to talk about involving that. So oh, yeah. anyway, she's mulling over what Nick would say and then Six comes in and Six is like, uh, I know you're like all stoked about this, but A... Have you told your dad? And B, does you your mom your, no? Like, did your mom even invite you? Yeah. So I wrote like, down that six is the voice of reason again. Six is always like the reasonable but good friend. Well, not always. Most of the time, she's not always reasonable. She's only unreasonable when she's freaking out about something. They they they're both written similarly when they're both having a bad time. True but that. Blossom is like never the voice of reason. Six is always always written to be like no. the foil. A yeah. lot of times for Blossom's yeah. insanity. Blossom's always the the art film. Yeah. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. And I wrote down that Blossom's got abs. I don't know if you noticed that. That belly shirt she was in, she had some fucking abs going on. That's true. Uh, we don't we don't objectify Annie, but... Uh, I'm not objectifying. I'm just saying she fucking worked out. I know. That was just a reference to community, but I agree with you. I was going to oh, say Annie. the same thing. Yeah. She's in... Uh, she's in those sort of belly tops this whole episode she's probably i bet the actress i bet mine bialik was like fuck uh, my abs look good i'm wearing yeah. <laughs> belly top hey hey they not costumes what's that department called um you know costumes is it called uh, costumes wardrobe wardrobe yeah. boom hey wardrobe <laughs> more belly tops I, I i feel like blossom uh would wear more belly tops the well, character maybe I mean, she was into that it's also the style of the time that's true. Yeah, she had like a big baggy plaid shirt over top of it. So who knows what she's thinking. I think that was everything for that. They basically just kind of go back and forth. Uh, yeah, that with, was pretty much it for that. that. So and then we go uh, to the, the kitchen 
where Joey has one box of cereal, but three bowls filled with cereal. And it's a little, basically this could have been a opening cold open gag where she's blossoms. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You dumb retard. That's exactly (laughs) what she said. And Joey's like, I try to get the, it's so hard to get the toy out of the bottom of the box. Blossom's like, well, why don't you just flip the box over and open it from the bottom? And then he's like, well, then I wouldn't be able to read the stuff on the back of the box because it'll be upside down. Yeah. And And then Joey is like, you know what you need, Blossom? Some desperate dude to have sex with. You need to get dicked up and fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote, what did I write for that? Uh, Joey trying to get the toy from the cereal. Blossom needs to get fucked according to Joey is what I wrote. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, Joey wants toys. Joey thinks Blossom needs to get a desperate guy to fuck her. Yeah. Uh, and uh and they then, say hooping they say hooping frontier again but from yeah but from that we can glean that that's where we kind of glean that Vinny and blossom aren't together for the first time because uh yeah because obviously joey's not going to tell her to go fuck random dudes if she's yeah, got a boyfriend that's true i i it's did they f- have sex like no i don't we, think so they don't even think they had sex because there was that episode where he's like, I'm not a virgin. And she's like, well, I want to lose my virginity to you. Yeah. And then they break up. Well, that was the first time they broke up. And then the next episode, they were like, oh, they got back together again so you can watch them break up again. Yeah. Fuck, that's so stupid. Such a weak writing. It's also, I wanted to, I, I really want to know the story behind how this season was shown on TV. As we both know and have talked about, like sitcoms a lot of times would just put in filler episodes that aren't really canonical or like it didn't matter because nobody wrote any of this shit. There's no internet. People didn't write this stuff down. Yeah, no one was. I mean, there was a little bit of internet, but like those people were talking about X-Files. No one was on the internet talking about Blossom. No. So No. no one was there to be like, wait a minute. Sometimes I feel like we do this show specifically because it's the only show that nobody's ever talked about in a podcast i mean that's part of it although do you, do you think anyone's had an alf podcast because i often think like whenever i'm thinking if we made the right sh- like choice for a show alf is the first one that pops into my mind of like what would have been a better show for a similar podcast well i mean that's a good point what we could we could always just mix alf into whatever we rebrand as when we're done blossom true we, we also ALF, have the alien life form i was gonna try to make something else stand for alf and i got nothing alternate limb living audio listening file oh that's what we'll call the podcast it's not a podcast anymore it's an audio listening file that's actually not bad but we have the unique perspective of knowing that some shows don't work people aren't just gonna listen to whatever so anyway it's us Uh... (laughs) probably not it's probably the fact like i mean if if we came up with like a truly intriguing show like we would at least have some listeners although our first episode has like 100 downloads and i've listened to this podcast and i we're funny we're funny we're like it's not i don't think it's us no but people listen to the first episode and then like the number of downloads drops right off like it doesn't drop down to where we're at now but like there's a steep slope from the first episode. So someone's listening and being like, that's not for me. Maybe they thought, maybe they thought it was about flowers and women who like give bouquets to charities. Or maybe people are like, oh, one episode of that is all I need. Yeah, that's true. They're like, I get it. I remember Blossom now. I don't need to remember uh, 
how many more episodes? <laughs> like 110, something like that. Yeah, I uh, I don't need to remember the time that Blossom and Six got into a like non-fight for some reason over bulimia, but then got in a super big fight because Six stole Blossom's job. job, but it wasn't... We're never going to see that record store again, are we? No. That would have been a good side gig, side character thing. Yeah, it had what's-his-name on it? I forget where yeah. he's from. And what his name is. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, Weekend at Bernie's, yeah, and he said Bernie. everything. He had three rules for everything, and he would always say, like, two joke rules and then the real rule that he was getting at. Yeah, fucking sitcoms and their goddamn rules of threes. Yeah. Uh, I guess Seinfeld doesn't really have that. No, we don't talk about Seinfeld on the Blossom podcast. I think that's a new rule. (laughs) Just don't compare anything to Seinfeld. Don't compare anything to, yeah, somebody that just recently came off of Seinfeld, I will say, Seinfeld is significantly better than Blossom. That's, we'll leave it at that. I mean, we could say it's significantly better than every other sitcom. And that would be arguable, but a lot of people agree. uh, I'm watching Scrubs as the next show I'm doing, going to do a long watch of. Yeah. It's great, don't get me wrong, but it's got, it's not, it's not the same. Either. The Dr. Cox calling him a girl's name all the time is the biggest, uh, at least lasting problem. Uh, and they did blackface in three episodes, but Bill Lawrence has pulled those episodes. They're going to oh, re-edit wow. them and put them back up. But first he was like, no, you know what? I'm pulling them. We will re-edit them and put them back on the streaming platforms. But for now, like if you try to go to Amazon prime or wherever, the three episodes that have blackface are not going to be there. Oh, fuck. I'm going to get very confused when I'm like, wait a second. I feel like there should be blackface here. Yeah, the thing that I uh, have noticed about Scrubs on this watch through is that there's like the medical jargon is where my brain like tunes out. Yeah. And it's not that there's too much of it. And I know it's obviously about hospital. It's just that (laughs) the first two or three times I watched it, I probably would have like paid attention to it. But now I'm just, I want to, I want the fucking, give me the jokes. Give me JD and... It, and Donald Faison just giving it Turk, to each Turk other. Turkleton. Turk Turkleton. Just yeah. tell, make them do jokes about boy, boy friendships. Actually, sir, my name is Turk. Yes, that's your first name. Turk Turkleton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, we find out in this scene also that Joey hates his mom. Oh, yeah. He straight out hates her. And, and Blossom's, Blossom's like, like, what do you think about mom? He's like, eh, I hate her. I hate her. And Blossom's like, well, why the fuck do you talk to her all talk to her all the time? And he's like, well, you know, I got to give her the benefit of the doubt. I got to, you know, give oh, her... he did not give her the benefit of the doubt. He said he had to pay her back for the time when she was taking care of him. That exactly, she spent with yeah. him during the diaper times. And also that uh, if she ever becomes rich, he'd like uh, if you're, yeah. her good side. <laughs> good, in her good graces. There's no benefit of the doubt. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted to point out uh, before I forget this, they wrote Joey as not a complete brain dead dumbass in this. Yeah, episode. he was someone you could have a conversation with. Uh, especially at the like the, his last scene in this episode, I was like, "That's this isn't the way an idiot would react to any of this." No, well, the only idiot thing he had, like they kind of got just the serial toy out of the way, and they were like, "Yeah, he's just another dramatic character to talk to now. He's another yeah. straight man. He's a normal. He's a normal person. He's just a regular everyday normal guy." I like to drink things in the thing motherfucker i, can't <laughs> I got four hundred dollars in the bank motherfucker yeah <laughs> uh okay so <laughs> my then mom there's... makes really good spaghetti <laughs> well uh john not john door but uh john yeah john lejoie 
Star of the league. The league and Canadian YouTube star. Yeah. It's good. It's funny. So we go to the living room now and we get a little sight gag where uh, Tony's on the phone with a salesman. All he's doing is saying thank you. He keeps saying thank you over and over. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Turns out that's when it's revealed that he is on a call with a salesman. And then I got the best idea uh, ever. I don't know if you get the calls from the duct cleaner or the uh, CRA. I don't know if you get those calls or fuck with them. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm doing the thank you one. It's a good call. To see what my high score. His was 22. Yeah, I 22. Because be... that's what he tries to do is say thank you as many times as he can to the salesman before they hang before up. Before they hang up. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit that up the next time. I get... It's pretty good. It's funnier. Like when you're watching it, you're like, what the fuck is he doing? But if we had known he was doing that to a salesman, it would have been funnier to watch. And it's going to be hilarious when I do it. The duct cleaner called me and I was like, you want to clean my duck? <laughs> and he's like, duct cleaner, duct cleaner. And I'm like, duck? I don't even have a farm. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have time to fuck. I was about to go for a run this, this time. Yeah. Another time I actually told the, told the guy, I was like, oh, I talked to you two days ago. I, was, I signed up for the duct cleaning. I thought they were supposed to be here by now. I, and you're calling me to give me another promotional offer. So do these promotional offers stack? Or, and he was just like, oh, okay, buddy. I see how it is. And then I haven't gotten a call in a week and a half, so. Nice. Yeah, I should fuck with them more. I did fuck with a CRA guy. Uh, well, they called, left a message being like, oh, yeah, you're, you, the police are coming because uh, you're not saying the thing. You better call a CRA right back. Uh, so I called back and like the guy, I kept being like, yeah, yeah, fine. Send me whatever like paperwork. Send the, uh, he, well, I think he was asking for my SIN or my credit card number or something. I was like, I'm not giving that to you. You should already have my SIN number. Uh, so I'm not going to give it to you. And he's like, okay, uh, the police are going to come to your place. And I'm like, well, which place? Like I'm moving right now. And like, I'm at work, like which place are you sending them to? And he's like, oh, your place. They're coming to your place. I couldn't make him, uh, make him tell me which place. Yeah. Eventually he, he did not hang up on me. I just hung up because it was, he just kept saying the same thing over and over again. When you catch them in their web of lies, it goes one of two ways. They either start yelling curse words at you. Or they just repeat the same thing over and over. Yeah. And that's, that's no happened. fun. No, I um, want them to swear at me. I, I also thank you thing. I get the like hang up on me as soon as I start talking some bullshit because they're like, oh my god, not another one today. Yeah, like how it must be entertaining in some respect. I mean, obviously they're just trying to get money, so they're probably ultimately very frustrated most of the time. But like they must have some funny stories because people just largely fuck with them now. Yeah, the jig is up. Demoralizing if, and funny. If you're listening to this podcast and you're a scammer, a phone scammer, it's jigs up. We got Kit, you. Kit Boga on uh, on YouTube, very very popular YouTuber who he fucks with scammers. He exposed it. He exposed the plan to people that wouldn't necessarily know the plan. So you're fucked and stop calling me. I'm just gonna fu- I'm gonna mess with you. Yeah, thank you. See if if scammers would just listen to our podcast, they could learn something too. Yeah. yeah we'd have a uh, high listenership maybe in double digits it's true <laughs> and uh they would be educated but then they wouldn't be scammers and then they would stop listening at least we're uh, in triple digits overall total downloads across quadruple digits overall we are well over there you go downloads. my parents said i would never make it in this podcasting game yeah and they were right okay so uh blossom comes downstairs 
and they kind of have the conversation. This is one another one of those rule of threes things where she's just going to go and fucking talk to everybody. That's going to be the whole episode. And Tony's basically like, you got to do what you got to do. I don't want you to go. Yeah. He's like, um, I, I might not even let you go. Dad's going to, it's going to be a challenge. But it seems like at this point they had talked. She had at least talked to her mom again because now she's like, mom is sending an open one way ticket. Yeah. Uh, and they're trying to, um, sorry. Oh, and then, she, yeah, she mentions Vinny again. Yeah, she's like, like I don't know, it's just not the up. same. Yeah, she's like, it's not the same since I broke up with Vinny. So that's, that's part of the reason like, she's going. So that's why yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, Vinny's going to show up. They're going to get back together and then she's going to stay. Is where I was thinking at this, uh, this juncture of the episode. And then we cut to, this is when we cut to her bedroom. Uh, it is the bedroom at night. Yeah, yeah. Vinny throws a rock at the window. Well, a rock is thrown at the window and you don't see who it is. And Blossom's like, I'm coming right down. Obviously, it's Vinny. Obviously, it's Vinny. <laughs> as soon as I saw an interior bedroom night, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, here comes Vinny to be like, Ugh, here's some crap about some dumb crap. Now, when she goes downstairs and talks to them, he's basically like, I can't live without you, babe. And she's yeah. like, you fucking cheated on me. But if I remember properly, if I remember right, they were on a break. Uh, I know that's an old friend's thing. Yeah. But they broke up and then she saw him kissing some girl, which is like technically that's on the up and up, right? I I thought they were like working on it. It was not the same kind of break. It wasn't a clean break like Rachel and Ross were on. I I think it was kind of up in the air. Like, I don't know where we are right now. Okay. Well, I anyway. mean, it's weird because they'd broken up because the, the, because Vinny wasn't a virgin. Then they got back together, like, off camera. And then, yeah, which, I don't know. I don't remember now. Listen back to, like, four episodes ago to find out. It was stupid, whatever it was. Uh, I think it was, like, everything that he was doing was annoying her. So it made her, like, what if I... Oh, yeah, he read. He moved his lips when he read. But I, I think it was, like, all these things. On top of the virgin thing, all these... Th- we had to read make up our own subtext because there's, sometimes they just don't give us anything. But yeah. uh, Sometimes that, a David Rio writes an episode. Yeah, that's nonsense. But uh, I think I think that was what would ha- was happening. She was just sick of all of this nonsense, which made her be like, well, if I'm sick of everything now, a year into the relationship. But he says that he loves her. He's like, I love you. He's like, and, I beat myself up every night for what I did. Can't live without you. I'm like, uh, yeah, you beat yourself off every night because you're a teenager. Yeah, well, both. He does both. And then she says something about like, yeah, you should be beating your head yourself over the head with a with a bat about it. And yeah. he's like, "Okay, chill." And then he's like, "Well, you're going to get cold." And puts his jacket on her and then leaves. Well, like, hold on a sec. You've you've missed a few crucial points here. Is Did that... I? <laughs> well, I don't know, a crucial subjective, but um he, well, he's like, "I love you." And it gets like real like serious, and that's when Blossom like it's like, I can't. And like turns her back to him. And she just like, she does that thing where like, she just, she's facing the doorknob, but like not opening the door. Her face is just like in the door. So like clearly she's, I guess, about to go inside. So that's why I found it really weird that he was putting his jacket on. Because she's going inside. She's going to be warm. Because he's like, hey, you don't want to catch a cold. 
And like, maybe, maybe he was just putting her, the jacket on her while they could finish talking. But then he's like, here's my jacket. I'm out of here. Like, obviously when he leaves, she was going to go inside anyway. What's the jacket for? And then she does go inside immediately. She's not, it's not like she stands there and ponders what just happened. She goes inside and that's. Well, she does all, she does under her breath say, I love you too. That, that was a big other thing that I wanted to mention. So there, those feelings are there. There's a lot for Blossom to think about. Yada, yada, yada. I mentioned the bisque. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now we're back in Blossom's room. Uh, it's the next day. Blossom and Six are talking about what, what happened. Oh, yeah. Six and is going we- crazy. She's like, how's he look? Yeah, <laughs> she's just horny as an old boot. And uh, you know how the boots are? Old yeah, boots they're, are yeah. Okay. Uh, and basically, excuse me, she she's starting to get kind of swayed on the whole leaving for Paris thing. She's kind of like, I don't know if I want to go. If, if Vinny comes back in the picture, I can't go. But if Vinny comes back to the picture and I don't go, it's going to be, it's going to weigh on me forever. And I, I might end up resenting him and I'll yeah. be right back where I am right now. So, but this is where six, six gets fucking hard. She, uh, She's not having this shit anymore. She's like, your mom fucking left you and your whole family, dude. Why the fuck are you even considering this? And Blossom exactly. doesn't have an answer. Yeah, and I, also it's funny. Six, like, Blossom hasn't gone to therapy or anything. And Six points out that she... Blossom's like, well, how do you know so much about this? Oh, yeah, that's this a good is, point. And, and Six is like, we've been going to divorce counseling. Yeah, and they went through the same thing. Like, Blossom's mom only left, like, a year before Six's dad, maybe Exactly. Years. And it, as we look back, Six's parents aren't the party animals that she makes them out to be. No. And Blossom's parents never had that nuclear family, beautiful relationship that she made them out to be. I think that these two couples were very similar and the di- only difference is that six's mom kicked the dad out for being a deadbeat because yeah clearly he was a deadbeat and and blossom's mom left because she's the deadbeat but also because nick didn't want to get his shit together and grow up a bit which happens in relationships yeah that's the thing that happens that's what happened with my parents my but it was a combination of the two my dad wouldn't grow up so my mom booted him out I guess that's just I guess that's just Six's situation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, then my my mom took me to Paris. No, that never happened. Yeah, there's the tie-in. Um, but then, but then, this is the thing that I can't believe wasn't didn't happen already in this episode. Six is like, on top of all of that, you haven't for one minute told me what it, like what it's going to be like for me. Yeah. Here without you, you're on this like trip about what about Vinny and what about what's going to happen? Where am I going to go to school? Blah, blah, blah. If is my mom going to accept me and you haven't even for a second thought about my feelings, I'm six. I'm your best friend. What the fuck dude? Yeah, it's pretty fucked. Once again, six is a better friend. And, uh, but anyway, then we cut to Vinny and Blossom in a car in the, in a van or a car or something. Yeah. Um, so Blossom tells him what's going to happen and he flies off the handle. Yeah, they're like, they're parked. They're at like Lover's Peak or whatever, which is a strange place to be for a couple that like is broken up. But I guess whatever, they talk some more and, and they're at Lover's Peak talking a bit. And they're all like, oh, I can't believe, I can't believe we're here right now. This is so great. And she's, she brought him there to basically be like, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to Paris and like, you might never see me again. Like she's just fucking this guy around again. 
and he gets pissed. He's like, well, fine, go then. Yeah. Good. But she does explain the, the thing that I just said in the previous scene. Like, if I stay here for you and I mm. don't at least go over there and see what the deal is, there's going to be that resentment. And uh, basically, Vinny just wants to get back together for good and he doesn't want the back and forth on yeah. and off again shit. So I guess there is, I guess that's what they were trying to telegraph with these weird episodes where he's just back for an episode. This is kind of like retconning that to be like it was on again, off again. But really, we could probably, if we wanted to spend the time, if this podcast was a hit, I would go <laughs> back, I would go back and write out how the episodes were probably supposed to, to air and make it make sense. Yeah. Because I think you could do that too. And it would really just be switching around a few of the episodes. Yeah, two or three. And it would be fine. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, all I wrote down the rest of that scene was Blossom is fucking with Vinny again. Yeah, yeah. And then the next scene is the uh, the big showdown. Oh, yeah. Nick has to talk to, or Blossom has to talk to Nick about it. So Blossom gets home, goes into the kitchen, and Nick's all like, hey, got a registered letter from Paris for you. I signed for it since you were out. And uh, let me guess, your mom sent you a plane ticket to uh, to Paris, and you're going to go see her. It's not even a guess. He knows. He's because she's she's like being really coy, and he's like, I know something's up. You got to talk to me. And she tries to get away with just going upstairs again. She's like, he's like, you got to sit down and talk to me. I don't care. And he's like, I know you've been talking to your mom. I know spring break's coming up, and I know that's a ticket. How long yeah. are you going for? Does it start with a the letter M or? s sometime whatever. he's like is it s is in six months that, six months, that was yeah. some awkward writing but then, then he's he like, like does, does it start, it start with, with a y, a y? as in uh, year or years I, I don't know it was a long way to go but i i understood it um and that's basically when she breaks down says yeah. you know i gotta see what i gotta i gotta check this out and he's like well look blossom you don't understand like your mom is a flake and you don't just go to a different high school yeah. during high school unless you like move across the country. Yeah, well, she this, was moving across the planet. I know, but it's very, it's like, you know, the difference between moving around with a, a military family and just for, or following a job yeah. or just being like, I'm going to go live in Paris with my deadbeat mom. Anyway, one month later. <laughs> one month later. Uh, oh, yeah, we got a slash. Before we get to that, yep. though, Nick, Nick is like, fine, just go. And he walks out of the room. Oh, sure that. Yeah. And then we get a splash one month later. Blossom's packing. Six uh, cries and runs out. Cry hanging out. Hanging out B, well. Be packing. Cry, cry. Hug. Six runs out. <laughs> Almost verbatim what you just said. Yeah. They're, uh, they, they go to hug and six is all like, have a good. And then sobs and runs away like she can't finish her thought. Uh, and then we cut to uh, the the living room where Tony's saying goodbye. And it's all heartfelt and like blossoms, like voice is starting to waver and everything, but nothing really special to mention about that scene. Well, Tony does reassure her that it's going to be okay. Yeah, but in a really kind of like weird way, he's like, yeah, it's going to be a carnival when you're gone. Everyone's going to be great. Sarcastically. She was like, is this place going to function without me? And he's like, sarcastically, it's going to be a carnival around here. It's going to be great. Yeah. and she's like yeah it was reassuring and yeah it's, it's gonna be fucked without me but you know he was trying to be funny and i don't yeah. think it landed um 
as a character, not as the writers. I think that the writers wrote that fine for Tony. And then the thing I wrote down for Joey's goodbye is that Joey can't do the Vulcan greeting with his hands, the like fingers apart. Cause he says he, before she's about to, he's all like, Oh, the, the luggage is in the car. Is your phaser set to stun? And he's, he goes like live long and prosper or something similar to that, but just holds up his hand without the fingers oh. apart. <laughs> Like he was no, uh, swearing on the Bible. He just holds up one hand. I was hoping you were going to write that down because it had something to do with like live long and uh, it wasn't prosper. It was live long and something. Yeah. Um, Phosphor. Yeah. It wasn't a rhyme. It had something to do with going on a flight, I think. Set yeah. your stasers to stun and live long and something. Anyway, uh, they have a nice moment. She's like, can I have a hug? And they hug and then basically that's it like this, this whole airport. last four minutes was just like goodbyes. her saying goodbye yeah. then we're in the airport and nick once again he doesn't try to get her to stay but he's like yeah. i told you how i feel about this it's not going to be okay with me yeah because blossom's all like oh tell me it's going to be okay oh no tell me like you mean it and he's like i don't mean it uh and then they hug and it's a, a big long hug and blossom says don't let go there's some crying and there's an awkward moment in that did you catch it when he kissed her on the lips when he kissed her on the lips but like i obviously they're playing father and daughter so it's yeah. not weird but the way that he kissed her was very like how somebody kisses their spouse in a tv show or movie yeah like like fingers under the jaw like cradling her head kind yeah of thing. like very it's, yeah I, I think that's what it was like cradling the jaw was very like sensual and i was like oh gross yeah like, like no he, you're the dad hand one hand on the cheek or top of the head just kiss thing. her on the fucking forehead like a normal person yeah it's a sitcom we don't want to see like like actors who are 30 years older than each other kissing each other on screen it's weird yeah, it's weird. Even if they're like the realism, the the theory, the sorry, suspension of disbelief doesn't go that deep. No, I was like, here you go, it's kissing her on the forehead. Oh no! Oh that's no! Right on the mouth. Yeah, right so on the he's... mouth of uh, like, and I wonder what the rules are there because like, how, how old was Maya Bialik? She had to be. She wasn't a minor by this point. Right? No, she's probably eighteen. So it's just like it's legally fine. I wonder if. Uh, no, I'm not going to go down that path. Don't go down that path, because I don't want to. I don't want to know nope. the answer. No, nope, we're not going down that path. <laughs> then I but know then the Nick answer. Leaves. Nick leaves, Nick. and then oh, then he shows up. Hey, do you think I'd let you skip out out of town? Yeah, and essentially, I wanted to point out the way Nick left, though, because like she's like, okay, well, I guess this is goodbye, and he fucking just does a 180 and walks off with an angry. He face. just walks straight into the audience, the yeah. live studio audience. I was like, wow, like that's some, he just threw so much shade at his own daughter after kissing her on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> he anyway, probably felt awkward about the, the kiss on the lips. Yeah, he's like, I get the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, Vinny shows up. Vinny was waiting all along and he basically says, look, I know we couldn't figure this out, but let's just get back together. It's all good. And she's like, Blossom's like, I don't know how long I'm going to be gone for if I'm being honest. Yeah. It's like, I'll wait. I'll wait for he you. Not wait. forever. For, for some time. And uh, I'm, we're going to have to wrap this up, not immediately, but like it, it's raining and I think I'm going to have, have to go around the house and make sure the windows are shut. Okay, uh, cool. But so I want to, what I wanted to say is that this episode 
because then it's to be continued. She goes to, she gets on the plane and it's to be continued. And it reminded me of like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air did a similar thing where he decided he was going to stay in Philly after visiting his mom in Philly. Right. And it's like, oh, and then it just comes back the next season and some NBC executives show up at the restaurant he's working at in Philly and they're like, you're under contract, get back to Bel-Air. <laughs> Which was, I think that was like maybe making fun of this. Like maybe that happened a year after Blossom did it. And so that was NBC like, making fun of this where it's like okay obviously blossom's coming back because there's another season like the the audience they're not going to suspend their disbelief that much like they know the star of the show's coming back yeah like she gets on that plane so if this season they usually renew a season like well before it ends but maybe this was up in the air maybe that at this point they were like i don't know if we're going to renew it so that being said, no hats, no woes. The drug watcher, do you want to say, the first time she talks to Tony, he mentions how, like, uh, he drank two six-packs and was, like, peeing off the overpass. I can't remember the context now. Uh, what was the context? He said he was peeing onto a cop car uh, over the overpass. Yeah. This. I think it was basically, like, about <laughs> seizing opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, you know, drinking... Um, oh yeah that was like i forget what she said but he was like hey i know how that feels and like tried to relate to her and then he's like but i also know how it feels to drink two six packs and piss on the cop car over an overpass yeah but he's like basically don't don't take my advice i get drunk and piss on cop cars hey man whatever floats your boat in this all cops are bastard world that's true um, i've never done that but i have got drunk and pissed on an atm before i'm not proud that's of that. hilarious I'm not proud of it uh so there's not really a lesson because Blossom's very erratic and it wasn't really that kind of episode either. It was basically just like a, a it was a season finale. As, it was as good as they come when it comes to season finales. As good yeah. as you're going to get. Um, it, it wrapped was, uh, up the season. Exactly. It wasn't as, it wasn't as good as like the last few episodes and the last few episodes were all pretty bad. Uh, there was no comedy except there was for- no comedy. Tony talking to the salesman. I, I mean, I I laughed out loud when Joey told Blossom she needed to find a desperate guy to have sex with. That whole, it, that inter- like weird. the cereal bit too, I found funny. Yeah. Uh, I've, that haven't was like laughed. the only comedy in the whole episode. I haven't laughed out loud at Blossom in quite some time, except for a few sensible chuckles. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think in my opinion, Nation, it's, uh, it was a season finale and we'll see what happens next season. Yeah, I'm glad, in my opinion, Nation, I'm glad that there was some story to it. Like, there was some substance to it. Like, uh... The, Are you uh, still recording? Yep. Oh. Yep, we're still recording. Needed a little bit of the bubbly. Madison, <laughs> uh, Jason's wife just got some food from the fridge. I saw it all. She's, hello, we have waved already. She's waving at me now. If this video edition ever goes <laughs> up, you'll see my wife in her nightgown coming out to get... Her nightgown has a hood? That's well, amazing. She made that. She made that herself. That's fucking outstanding. I thought it was just like a, a big hoodie. So this has been season three of Blossom Buddies. Can you believe it, Craig? We did it. We got through another season. I can believe I, it. The next season is 28 episodes. So it's going to be significantly longer. But it's nights 94, I believe. Yeah, well, 93 to 94 is the next season. It's going to, I think it's going to get a lot better. I think there's going to be actual after-school special level 
uh, episodes. Let's hope so. God damn it. The, think, the end of the tail end of this season is going to plow right through Kurt Cobain dying. They probably yeah. won't address it, but uh, that happens as a cultural uh, uh, timestamp. Tony Kurt Cobain dying happens towards the end of the season. Coming I up. think Tony gets a long-term girlfriend next season. Yeah, Rhonda hasn't been around in a while. I also noted that Buzz was not around to say goodbye to Blossom, even though it was no. his daughter that she was going to see. I think he's I think he's done with the show. Yeah. If he's even still alive at this point. Yeah, he's not in the season finale. Like we can't take it seriously. And just a note, uh, we are going to take next week off for sure. I was gonna float the idea of taking two weeks off to you, Craig. We can talk about that after the show. Okay. So if you if you don't get an episode from us in two weeks, we'll be back in three weeks with uh, a brand new season. Um, I would like to possibly uh, boost some of the uh, segments we do, maybe do a little bit of a revamp to the show. Of course, this will be all talked about off. Or maybe we're just going to come back and talk Blossom. But uh, maybe. maybe we won't talk about uh, video games and what else did we talk about? COVID? Yeah. Or maybe, actually, Craig, I, uh, I'm going to Paris. And I don't know how long I'll be gone for. Well, I don't approve, but I can't stop you. If I don't go and figure out if I need to live in Paris or not, I'll always resent you. <laughs> okay, well, I'll wait for you. Not forever. <laughs> but for some period of time that's indeterminate. Now, give no me one an... seems to be able to, to commit to actual numbers. Now give me an awkward kiss on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> this has been blossom Buddies. you can find us on all social media you know where we're at it just google blossom buddies we love you you've been the best audience we love you bye find you in the outer loop yeah. thank you for listening to our barbershop quartet <laughs>